Listening Dog Media. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Athletic. Hello and welcome to The Offside Rule. I'm Kate Borsay and alongside me the talent is everlasting as are the miles in the car. It's a Premier League reporter and for many others, Lindsay Hooper. Hi, Linz. Hello there. Linz, it's not just you and I today. We've got a special guest, haven't we? Hale is on childcare duty, so we've drafted in another mum in her place. We have one of the regulars and a friend of the show, Ali Bender, joins us. Hi guys, it's been a while, hasn't it? But I always Hello. love I always love having a chat with you girls and we don't get to chat much in real life, so if we have to do it over work, then, then great. <laughs> then why not? <laughs> Ali, I see lots of clips of you at football games and I know that you've also launched your own Instagram um sort of podcast type thing as well. Just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, um Talent Takes Time is it was started as an Instagram TV series. Now it's a podcast. So you can get it okay. anywhere where you get your normal podcast, so Apple, Amazon, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um and it's just conversations with people in the media industry. It's really good, not only if you want to get into the industry, but also if you're already in it, because we talk about some of the brutal truths of this industry. And I tell you what, some people have been so super honest. Uh we're into series two now. I was just speaking to Andy Jacobs yesterday from the Hawksby and Get Jacobs show on Talksport. And oh my goodness, some of the things he said was amazing. He's been in the industry 21 years. He's had his own show mm. for all that time. So yeah, <laughs> check check it out. Anyway, thanks for that plug. Um, Linz, I trust you've had a good week. Um, has anyone been and had a haircut, been to a non-essential shop, been to a pub? Fill me with your opening up stories, please, Linz. What, what have you been up to? Well, anyone who was listening attentively last week will know that you and I don't have our haircuts booked in until the 4th and 5th of May. <laughs> We sound like we always need to go and get our haircuts together, don't we? It's like we do have the same. We do have the same hairdresser, though. That's what it is. Um, (laughs) So I've got to wait a little while for that, as a view. Um, In terms of being outside in a pub garden, I've seen lots of activity, but I haven't 
haven't been there yet. I'm booked in this weekend. The thing that I have done is I have played a lot of tennis. So I'm back out playing tennis again. Um, really funny because the first time that I played, awful as you can imagine. And then last week, I probably played the best that I've ever played. It would be like having two different tennis players if you were to watch both of those sessions. Um, they were so far removed. I don't like losing either, do you, Linz? <laughs> I don't like playing badly. No, I don't like playing no, badly. No, no, exactly. Well, I went into a sports shop yesterday. That was good. Um, haven't been to a pub yet. Uh, obviously, we've already mentioned the hairdressers. Um, Ali, have you done anything particularly specific oh i went yeah. to a wildlife park on monday oh, oh nice is that because boris johnson keeps talking about zoos and it's just in your consciousness You're, you've got <laughs> probably, to go probably. um i went to i went to a pub you know what i'm going to be really honest here because it's so funny it's like instagram versus reality so i went into the pub and i posted my picture of me and my pub in the pub on instagram and but if i'm completely honest it was quite miserable because it was freezing i sat really close to the heater um, as close as I could but even so after about half an hour I was just so cold and I shouldn't moan because it is brilliant that it's all opening up but you know I can't wait to just be inside a sweaty pub with all my mates hugging and kissing and just being normal again um, and you yeah. two are the experts of being warm aren't you because you kit up so well for watching uh, football matches in the cold so if you're cold Ali I would say that that's a good marker of it generally being pretty freezing because you would have put all your thermals on and everything. It was the day that snowed, for goodness sakes. I mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> okay, Frankly, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, you have to go oh, to Ali yeah. on this one. I've taken my inspiration from Ali. I even I even ordered the same thermal leggings off, off Ali's recommendation. <laughs> So, so if she's getting good. it wrong, I am. <laughs> yeah, I've got a funny story about that, actually. But Mahia, uh, I love those thermal leggings. They're super warm and toasty. But I was at a game and bent over and they split right down the No. <laughs> Thankfully, I was wearing a <gasps> oh coat. Oh, my God. That didn't go okay, out good. on TikTok, did it? <laughs> no, it might have got a few, a few extra followers, mind you. <laughs> Talk about Instagram versus versus reality. I love that. Well, in honour of the return of some sense of normality, on today's show, we're going to be hitting the shops and having a cocktail in the perfect pub garden. What about that? But first, uh, let's focus on what's still to play for this season. Okay, so topic number one, ladies, frantic finish, a bit like the rush to get into JD Sports and Primark on Monday morning. The queues, bonkers. Uh, there's going to be a hectic end to the 2021 season, although the title race is pretty much wrapped up, isn't it, in the Premier League? There's still plenty to play for elsewhere. So give me two examples, two teams, if you can, that have still got a lot to play for. Uh, Lindsay, let's go to your first team first. My answer for both, Kate is Chelsea. Chelsea men uh-huh. and Chelsea women. If you are a Chelsea fan right now, then whoop, whoop. there is so much on the line for both of your teams. Uh, we'll start with the men. Um, now, we all know just fresh from this week that they've managed to make through to the, the semi-finals of the Champions League. Ali, I'm sure you've been beside yourself with that. So, so excited. And it's against Real Madrid, the club I used to work for. So this is like the match I've been waiting for my entire career. <laughs> I, what a matchup. I think we're all honestly salivating about watching these semi-finals. Um, they're also involved in the top four race to finish in those Champions League places to qualify for next season of the Champions League. Um, and that top four race, for me now, that is the one that's left. It's got so much jeopardy riding on it. So many teams. Um 
making that push. We've got West Ham still in there. We've got Leicester who are starting to fall away again like they did last season. So, so many eyes on that top four finish. And then they're also FA Cup semi-finalists. They've got the, the game against Manchester City coming up. So that there's three different areas that they're competing at the moment. If you are a Chelsea fan, you really are biting your nails at the minute. And then add in the women who are top of the WSL. Uh, they're on 50 points. Manchester City are on 48. They've got a title race and probably a title decider coming up in this next week. Um, On Wednesday, the 21st of April at six o'clock, it is Chelsea against Manchester City and it could all come down to that one as well as them going on and proceeding to the semi-finals of the Women's Champions League as well. So it's all Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea from me. Yeah. Brilliant. And they've still got the FA Cup to play for as well, Chelsea women. So they could be on for the Quinn, how many Quinn triple, isn't it? Because Emma Hayes likes to point this out the Chelsea manager that they won the um, to win community, community shield. shield at the beginning oh, no, of the yeah. season so there you go five things one of them's in the bag or two of them in the bag three things still to play for um, Ali let's get your first team if that's alright yeah I'm going to roll them into one actually and talk about the La Liga oh, okay. title race because basically there's three teams going for it um, so Real Madrid played Barcelona in El Clasico over the weekend and Real Madrid won 2-1 and that blew the title race wide open um, Zinedine Zidane has a habit of doing this so they started the season pretty badly actually but they just come together at just the right time and obviously as we saw they're now into the semi-finals of the Champions League as well um, he's an absolute mastermind he's, he's just brilliant so just to sort of set things up the table looks like this so Atletico Madrid are on 67 points top Real Madrid are a point behind them on 66 Barcelona are on 65 so it's those three in the race you've got Sevilla just behind on 61 now statistically they're saying that Real Madrid are the favourites because they've got the easiest run in and also in La Liga it goes head to head as well um, and they've got the best head-to-head record uh, Real Madrid of course current holders as well so it's it's so mm-hmm. exciting there I mean everyone always says it's a two-horse race but it's certainly not this season but the big match day to look forward to is 9th of May so this is match day 35 and all four of the top four sides will face off against each other so you've got fourth place Sevilla traveling to second place Real Madrid and then first place Atletico traveling to third place Barcelona so I reckon that match day is basically going to decide where the title is headed. So look out for that one. I did see this week as well that Barcelona have overtaken Real Madrid in the Forbes rich list in terms of value of club, which really surprised me because Barcelona have been in so much debt, but apparently they are the football club in the world worth the most. That doesn't necessarily mean that they've got the most, but they're worth the most. So really interesting at the top of La Liga. Thanks, Ali. Um, I think we've just got to slide in with Manchester City here, haven't we? Because of the quadruple potential. Um, We know that the Premier League's pretty much done. Uh, We've got to mention what else is going on for them. And then also, you know, typically, I suppose, with so much to play for, fixture congestion could put pay to one or more of these other elements. Uh, The FA Cup semi-finals against Chelsea, we've mentioned that, Saturday 17th of April. They've got a Premier League tie against Villa, by the way, on the 21st. On the 25th of April, they've got the final of the League Cup against Tottenham, and then Champions League finals against PSG on the 27th of April. Um, An awful lot of fixtures there, and actually so much at stake. Um, I'm sure that 
Guardiola will put a put a slightly weakened team out against Villa. Um, but there's so much to play for. Really, really interesting time um, for Manchester City. Could get very exciting. Well, in terms of things coming down to the wire and a tense finish, you can't get much better in the relegation stakes than what's happening at the bottom of the Women's Super League at the moment. It's so tense, trust me. So basically, I will set the premise for you. The four bottom teams in the WSL are on 10, 11, 12 and 13 points respectively. So they're literally going up the numbers, 10, 11, 12 points. At the bottom, Aston Villa are on 10 points. They've got five games left, one of which is Arsenal. That's going to be tricky. Their other four games are against the three teams above them in the league. So if you want just ultimate... In terms of how it's going to be sticky, how it's going to be tight, uh, the other four games uh, against the other three teams above them, and that's because they because two of those games are against West Ham. In case you think that that sounds a bit weird, next up we've got Bristol City on eleven points, three games left. They've got a game against uh, Mas- uh, they've got a game against Manchester United that'll be tougher. Another one of those games is against Aston Villa, the team at the bottom of the league. West Ham on twelve points, five games left. They've got a fixture against Man City that's going to be tricky but again they play Villa twice so uh, two six pointers as we love to call them then on 13 points Birmingham City four games left for them Uh, they've got one against Manchester City again who keep cropping up against these bottom teams and one against fellow relegation strugglers Villa as well so not only are those teams on 10 11 and 12 and 13 points they pretty much all play each other as well sometimes more than once so yeah If you want a tense end to the season, only one of those teams gets relegated down to the Women's Championship. Um, Check out what's going on in the Women's Super League at the moment. Whilst we're talking all things women's football, we actually have a special of our WSL edition of the Offside Rule that's been out this week celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the WSL. Full of lots of memories. We speak to lots of different players, managers, figures in the game. Uh, Make sure you check it out if you haven't already. Yes. Um, All right, let's move on to a bit of retail therapy. I don't know who out there has been shopping. Maybe you've shopped to your drop. Maybe you couldn't wait to get back and support those non-essential shops. Uh, Maybe you couldn't think of anything worse. Uh, But we're going to indulge the return of non-essential retail and pop out and buy some memorabilia and some merchandise, all connected to football, of course. Uh, You might well have been into a club shop, ladies, and uh, scouted it out on one of your many visits to a Premier League club. You might just have gone online to check out the best. And one thing genuinely to say before this is I had absolutely no idea how much some clubs offer. I went onto West Ham's page and there there is a whole retail site there with like seven or eight different sub tabs of things that you can buy like fashion like homeware it's just yeah. it's such an immense market isn't it i don't think i realized quite because i still picture kind of a standard you know shop sized room with some products in it but it's just it's got so much bigger it has it's no longer a shirt and a scarf is it and a face mask there's so much more <laughs> no. on offer <laughs> no 
And we'll pick out some things that are perhaps uh, coronavirus related, perhaps not. But I want just bizarre things that clubs are offering, um, perhaps something that you've never seen before. Um, Ali, give us a few examples and we'll just split these up um, between us. So give us a couple of examples to get started. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the worst things I've seen, and I am, as, a, as you know, I'm a Chelsea fan, but the Chelsea hubcaps for your car. I mean, seriously, you could be the most <laughs> diehard extreme, Chelsea fan. Can you imagine? I mean, if you want to get your car nicked or smashed up, basically, that's what you've got to put in your car. Um, I mean, it's a great, it's great for a prank, Along with actually. an air freshener. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And a sticker yeah, in the back. <laughs> I saw Mario Balotelli air fresheners. I mean, seriously, who would be buying those? But obviously there must be a market for it. Um, so yeah, that was like my, my sort of top or, or bottom of the list of work that is the worst bit of merch I've ever seen that's terrible isn't it I just I just don't know who would but clearly people do because otherwise they wouldn't be selling them uh, unless they've got a lot of a lot of old stock to get through uh, Lindsay what did you find I focused my shopping exploits on the bottom three clubs in the Premier League because I'm also from a family that likes a bargain and I sense that there might be a sale coming (laughs) if you're a Fulham fan, a West Brom fan or a Sheffield United. Uh, Let's start with Fulham, who could pull off the escape. Um, They have PS5 and Xbox controller skins. I didn't realise that clubs sold this sort of thing, but they've got those. They are in stock and available, not reduced yet. And the other thing Mm. that I thought was really interesting were these retro, and I don't know whether you saw these on any other club shops, but they're retro micro home and away shirts. And what they do is they choose a season. So for the home one this season, it's 96.97. The away one is 98.99. And it's it's like a little tiny mannequin with a tiny shirt on it. (laughs) I hope I'm doing this justice. And you can maybe put it in your office or on your shelf. Um, I've never so seen those So it's like an before. ornament. Yeah, it's, so it's very like ornament. ornamental. Yeah. You definitely can't wear it unless you're a borrower. Um, <laughs> and then they also have Fulham Tumble Blocks, which is a.k.a. Jenga. They clearly can't call it Jenga, but they have Fulham uh-huh. Jenga. Um, and the other thing was Fulham Plasters. Uh, so if ever you get an injury, there you go. Um, I'm going to bleed for my club. <laughs> <laughs> I went on well just just a general comment here and I've got some more but we'll we'll spread this around a bit just the amount of different types of pants available is is absolutely yes. mind-blowing I don't know if you I mean just any type of boxer short or thong or I, I there was the West Ham garter as well which I think we've mentioned on this show which West Ham are still <laughs> selling but just any amount of undercracker related item um just tons of it tons and tons <laughs> I, of I noticed types. that some clubs went on the very sexy lingerie feel and some clubs went for comfort which would definitely be more me <laughs> and they had some what I can only describe as like Bridget Jones knickers um, that you could buy at certain <laughs> clubs um, it is a bit of a, a a lottery as to which club is going to have what but there is no I've, rhyme or I've reason I've got a bit of a um, I've got a confession to make I mean I have to say all the you underwear you don't have some saucy you underwear don't. Do you don't you've got some Chelsea underwear I honestly do okay it's not Chelsea <laughs> oh. so I I own a Real Madrid thong that was given to me as a leaving present when I left the club um, it was a bit of fun but to be honest whenever I see underwear on club shops it's such a no-no it's terrible like whether they go sexy or comfy I definitely think comfy's better than sexy because the yeah. sexy's not quite sexy enough um, and yeah the garters I mean I've seen a few of them as well um, oh. I'm getting total vibes of um, of Spanish culture in the 2000s or 2010s Ali's with your leaving present there I don't know whether that would be done in this <laughs> 
in this day and age. Lindsay, give me a couple more of yours. Well, my other fire sale clubs include West Brom. They have a lovely apron <laughs> that you can pick up. So if apron you're the person- for West Brom. Apron. Oh. I tried to do that. Yeah, apron. Um, no. They've got an apron which you can which you can get, um, and they had it in like, like a nice peachy colour. Um, so whoever's the chef of the family, if you just want to rock oh. out whilst you're whilst you're boasting that you're a West Brom fan, you can do. Um, they have a chocolate bar scarf. Um, I hate to say it, but it just look it looks like it's not going to be the nicest chocolate. I mean, maybe that's through rose tinted spectacles oh. being a Wolves fan. Um, and then a dog jumper. Which is nineteen ninety nine at the moment, but I think that could be coming down as they go down. So, um, <laughs> although they are trying, they're trying, aren't they? Um, Sam Allardyce is trying to keep them up. Um, and then Sheffield United wise, um, they've got coasters. Who would have coasters of their club as their home decor? Um, they've tried to try. Well, I can totally imagine buying that as a gift for someone, though. Could you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've tried yeah. to make it classier. There's yeah, ice they've... cubes as well, isn't there? Have you seen those? Ice cube holders? Yeah. yeah. And a toothbrush. They do a toothbrush as well. <gasps> yes. Which I've actually a is a good move, I think, because I hate it when people have similar looking toothbrushes and then you're like, are they going to use mine? Well, if it was you know, Sheffield United one, maybe people would know then who it is. I have got a Luis Suarez bottle opener. See, I think I quite like what they've done here. They've been a bit clever. Oh, Obviously, he's got oh I think I can oh, guess. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's a bit cruel. Um, I also saw, actually, I did one of the, I mean, we've all done these, haven't we, over the years, like features in club shops for Christmas. Yes. And I remember spraying myself. I was doing a feature at Liverpool's club shop and I remember spraying myself with the perfume as part of the feature. And it is <laughs> disgusting. And so I end up smelling of Liverpool perfume all day and um, they also had a doormat so I quite enjoyed wiping my feet on the Liverpool mat sorry Kate um so yeah it was um th- there's 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 some pretty disgusting stuff out there um when I was working for Chelsea they had a massive cutout um Jose Mourinho it, like life-size as well um I'm sure they have quite a few of those I'd quite like a big that age well yeah exactly I'd like a life-size Sam Allardyce I would I would literally <laughs> what am I saying would you have room um, <laughs> Well, exactly. Do you know that man has the firmest handshake in football? He shook my hand once and I thought he'd broken it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, that's well, that's good to hear. They um, say something about a firm handshake, don't they? But I don't know what they say. Uh, they do, is, but no, no is this all, is this all making you feel happy that the shops are now back open? <laughs> <laughs> um, any more for any more? I found a Guess Who set at Burnley, um, which I thought was maybe quite ironic. Um, 25 quid. That's quite um, clever. Anyone else got anything else? There's like Monopoly on the game theme. I saw Monopoly. You pretty much can get anything you want, can't you? It's it's nuts. Um, but yeah, they they loads of baby stuff as well. Dummies, baby grows, and loads of car accessories. I saw like steering wheels. I saw seat covers as well. So you can totally kit your car up however you like it um, to look like your your club, which I wouldn't recommend. Yes, uh, there you go. So some inspiration for you to all rush off to your local club shop and uh, buy some stuff. All right, next up, we are going to, well, we're going to head down the cocktail bar. (laughs) 
Well, we'd love to end this show in a lovely pub garden with heaters, blankets, some extra thermals for Ali, some nice lights. All we need is the perfect drink. Now, this got a faux fur hairband. I quite like one of those. Faux fur Stoke City headband. A pair of West Ham pants. Um, (laughs) Footballers as cocktails is what we've been thinking. So think about the average cocktail menu. And instead, we'd either like you to take influence from perhaps what a footballer is like and then compare that to a drink. Or you can just use a footballer's name instead. And again, we will share these around. So we'll go uh, around one by one with these. Um, I'm just going to start by saying it's chilly you're at this pub outdoors. Ali's got her extra thermals up. Uh, we want a nice wintry drink. And for this, I'm going to go with a footballer's name. Anyone fancy a glass of Dom Bailey's? Dom Bailey's. <laughs> Dom Bailey's. So oh sorry my about gosh. that. Well, oh, that's so that's a great that. level uh, for Ali and I to try and yeah, jump in on now. I think we can do better than that. It won't yeah, be difficult, come on. Will it? Come on. I'll give you my um, best okay. just to show that one go up on. even more. I'm going to give yes, you my go best on, go one. On. My best one is if you if you have a porn star martini, who would that be? Now, ordinarily, I might have gone down the route of like a longer haired player like Tom Davis at Everton, which could have fit the bill. But since lockdown and during this last... If you've got long hair, then you're a porn star. It's kind of quite well, Chippendale though, isn't it? Like, Yeah, yeah. there's just little so. things that you can do there. But no, we've got a better one because during the last lockdown, there was a transformation of the Liverpool goalkeeper, Alisson. He yes. now has this moustache and he is <laughs> porn star Martini. <laughs> Great choice. Okay. I loved that tash, actually. I was there when he unveiled it and I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Lots of people like like it. Tom Selleck. Yeah, I like it. Um, Ali, so you are, we should probably explain whether we're taking inspiration from a player and delivering a cocktail or whether like me, in fact, all of mine are just puns on players' names. We'll leave that to you. set the bar suitably low for that so it can only get better as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Ali, what's next for you? So I'm going to go Jesse Lingard as an Aperol Spritz because he is making a comeback for the summer. I like that very much. Lynn, what else have you got? I'm going gin sour because that's a player that's really stroppy, likes to throw their toys out the pram occasionally. It's got to be Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) I love that. Well, here's one on a player's name. Uh, There's a cocktail called a Purple Haze. Uh, How about Purple Hazes? Is that that any good? (laughs) That's a bit better. (laughs) I'm not surprised it's got haze in the name. If anyone's come across this cocktail before, it's got vodka, gin, Blue curacao, lime, lemon, soda, and grenadine cocktail syrup in it. Can you imagine drinking that? Uh, wow. Awful. Anyway, next up, Ali. You could go. Um, you could go Emma Hayes, couldn't you, as the manager? Oh well, now that would have been Hayes. much better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, purple Emma Hayes. Yes. Um, yes. I'm going to go for Pele. Is going to be a Cosmo. Because he played for New York Cosmos. I mean, it's a bit tenuous, but... Yeah, okay. You know, or I'll throw another one in. What about um, Soyunchu as a red wine because he's so full-bodied? Ooh. <laughs> no, I like it Ooh. very much. Linz. I'm going with the sidecar. Um, now, anyone who's trying to think, well, how do we get to a player from that? I think sidecar, does it not make you think of a player who maybe is the manager's favourite or the right-hand man. And he started yes. out being exactly that for Frank Lampard. And now he's turning yeah. into that for not only Gareth Southgate, but Tuchel as well. Mason Mount, sidecar. 
Very good. Yes, I, I knew I like you were going to go I with like him. It. I like that one. Um, I was thinking Messi could be absinthe. Oh, I remember the days when yeah. I used to drink absinthe. <laughs> it always turns out very messy. I've only ever drank it once and I was sick in someone's toilet basin and then sick in their garden. So there we go. Never again have I have I ever drank absinthe. Um, who can forget the legendary cocktail Oberfemi Martini? Yeah, I like that <laughs> one. Um, That's the best one uh, so far. These, yeah. these, I mean, I, 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 just spent, I just spent so long on them. Um, Ali, you've already mentioned this cocktail, um, but instead I'm going to style it into a player's name instead. Stuttgart Sporting Director Thomas Aperol Spritzelsberger. Very Rather good. Wow. Yeah. You saved the you best meant, yeah. last, wow, wow, wow. You mentioned wow. martini there, Kate, and I was thinking martini from the James Bond sense, you know, shaken, not stirred. This has to be a player that gets hacked at a lot, a lot of fouls, but manages to get up still. My martini mm. is Jack Grealish. Yeah. Yes. Steady, balanced, unaffected. Okay, I like it very much. What about Kevin De Bruyne as a bottle of champagne? He's got plenty of fizz. Yes. That's nice. Um, you could always uh, opt for a glass of Angle Tia Maria. Anyone? <laughs> Tia Maria, Angle Tia Maria. Actually, they have got better as you've gone on. You started really oh, low, but they are getting well, I better. Think, I think, I think you guys have just had to come round to my warped way oh. of thinking. I think right. That's well, it more than anything else. I'm going to get. I need help with this one because rum punch, and I think that has to be someone who packs a punch. They've got to have a hard shot. Now, in times gone by, that easily would be someone like Roberto Carlos. Roberto hit, Carlos there was no exactly. one who hit a ball harder than he did. But how about right now? Who do we say? Do we go? See, I was I was trying to think, but I'm open to both of your suggestions. I've got maybe Steven Bergwijn at Spurs. He's got a very hard shot. Maybe he'd be the run punch, but maybe there's others. Yeah, mm, impactful players. Punch, Ali, anyone to add? I suppose you could go down the route of the fact that he would is a bit punchy on the pitch someone like Sergio Ramos I've got him as a bloody mary because he he loves a red card <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, who has a really powerful shot? It's a good one, actually. Um, I'll finish then with an espresso martini. This is a, the fast players. We, we'll either go abroad and have Mbappe or we'll have Carl Walker and Adama Traore, but espresso martinis. Love it. Love it. Well, you've done a much better job at that than me. Um, hopefully I've created a few groans. If you've got any that you'd like to send in at Offside Rule Pod, I'm sure you can do better than mine. Right, next up, let's head to a bit of any other business. Okay, so any other business? Ali, you've done this before. It's the small slash under the radar stories that you might have missed during the last seven days. Let's go to you first. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but I just thought it was quite interesting. I, I love stories like this. That Manchester United have decided to change the colour of the banners covering their seats at Old Ch Trafford. So they were red and they've decided to make them black. Now, the reason why is some of the players have actually mentioned to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that when they're looking to, to make a pass, they kind of get muddled up between the, the red shirts of the players and the red banners. No. And it kind of blends. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason it's so interesting is if you look at Manchester United's away record, it's absolutely 
absolutely phenomenal. They haven't um, they haven't lost in over a year, but their home record's pretty poor and there's no fans. So there's no kind of rhyme nor reason. And you think about it and you think, goodness me, if they'd had black banners all the way through, could they have been in with a shout for the title? I mean, they're not no, that No, I mean, there's, there's a problem with this theory though, Ali, that, you know, okay, it's an empty stadium and it's red, but when it's full, it will be full of fans wearing red well, yeah, I know. But then I think it's very different. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. No, the thing is, I, I think, I mean, I totally get that. But I think when it's this like complete bit of plastic covering it, I can totally imagine. And actually, I think um, there was a bit of a precedent for this as well, because I think, um, I don't know what year it was, but Manchester United were wearing grey and they were losing at half time. And I think they took off the kits and changed them under Sir Alex at the time because they were like, we can't pick out the players it's really I'm sorry this game. is so this is so ridiculous though I mean Fulham are the team in the Premier League that have got the worst home record yet their seats aren't white they're brown <laughs> yeah. do you know what I think well, we could keep you, going you've, got to, give it, keep you've going. got to give it a go right you've got to give it a try it, you know the, the way I see it is if you're looking at the one percent all the time you <laughs> you just might as well try you you guys clearly think this yeah. is ridiculous don't fairly you? I love fair it. enough but it's straight out of the excuse factory for me yeah, just picking up on Manchester United quickly. Um, I'm sure both of you two saw this, but I'm still tickled by it. Um, it was what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said about Son um, after the disallowed goal, basically yeah. saying um, <laughs> that we shouldn't be conned. And I have to say, if mm-hmm. my son stays down like that for three minutes and needs his 10 mates to help him up, he won't get any food. <laughs> uh, and as a parent, I could totally relate to that. Although I think didn't um, Solskjaer's son then like pipe up a day or so later and say, I always get get my food um, I get fed I that <laughs> yes Ali, Ali and I did saying I'm a better dad and it, it was hilarious <laughs> I mean like it, it is such oh. sort of kid play isn't it but I, I yeah. love all that from managers keep it on keep it going and Ali and I were at that match Spurs Man United so we've seen each other in person Kate um, whereas oh you and I gosh, are yet lucky, to we're going to this week twosome. I don't know whether this will have passed you by or not but I like to bring some good news it's been a week of good news uh, pub gardens have opened again we've had some nicer weather we all feel like we're turning a corner with, with Covid and everything and vaccinations so I thought I want some nice news have you seen that former uh, World Cup and Champions League referee Howard Webb has married Bibiana Steinhaus, probably one of the best female referees in the world. Oh, they I got love married that. recently. Oh. Yes, wow. and um, they've officiated five World Cups between them. Um, they are the new referee power couple. Love it. Do you think instead of the sort of you know sometimes you get kind of an arm salute or something don't you as sort of the couple walk up to the aisle perhaps they, they just had just had a line of referees blowing their whistles as they walked into the church or something do you think <laughs> yeah maybe they got they got married in Hanover something in Germany like something a bit like that and I, I honestly think we should go for you know how um, now that they're they're married there's an article that came out trying to merge their names like Bibwood which reminded me too much of Jedwood and Web <laughs> Webhouse Jedwood yes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not um, sure either of those are going to stick. Let's stick with the good news now. Let's stick with the good news now. And uh, there's been a big return for football fans in Sweden, everyone. We should take some inspiration from this. That's right. Uh, football fans in Sweden have finally been allowed back into stadiums. 
but only eight at a time. That's right. The 2021 season kicked off last weekend. And basically, the Swedish government has refused to give an exemption to the current rule of eight to sporting events. Um, They basically said that the um, decision to permit a handful of fans into stadiums came after football chiefs presented a plan for how fans could safely attend matches. Well, if fans can safely attend matches only eight at a time, I'd say that that's no kind of plan. (laughs) Um, Ali, what else have you got? Yeah, so this is an interesting one. I mean, it's sad we're talking about racism once again. Um, Slavia Prague's Andre Kadula has been banned for 10 matches after racially abusing um, Glenn Kamara of Rangers. But the interesting thing is that he reiterates his innocence. He says he did swear but he denies any racial abuse. And so what I thought was really interesting about some of the conversations and the fallout uh, from this is that they're saying that players should not speak behind their hands. Now we see this all the time, don't we? And, you know, they go up and have a little conversation Mm. and you're always wondering what on earth they're talking about. But they're saying when they're, you know, when it comes to looking at racist incidents, et cetera, if a player's speaking behind their hand, then they can't really figure out whether... Uh, you know, what exactly they were saying. So they're they're talking about telling players that they're not allowed to do that anymore. I don't know how far Mm. that will actually go, but I just thought it was quite interesting. Yeah, you do see that quite a lot in matches. Um, I've got more feel good. I'm going to bring things back up again. Yes, please. Um, More feel good. Um, Northern Ireland, we love an underdog. Northern Ireland women have made the Euros. They were not expected to one iota, but they have put in such good performances in these qualifiers and they're going to be there. They're going to have their Euro trip. This is huge news for the team, Linz, because as we know, they're basically mostly part-time players, aren't they? Um, Making history by reaching Euro 2022. Yeah, their first ever time. Uh, it was absolutely made up for them. You'll have seen it. It's been everywhere. It was on the news, wasn't it? So, um, But I thought I'd give a quick mention. I think it's really good, particularly since they're, you know, they, they had all these injuries. They had loads of their um, games called off because of COVID. And like you say, you know, most of them are like shop workers, I read, and hospital workers. Um, it's, such a, it's such a massive thing for them. And they were only formed like 17 years ago. So I think it's a brilliant, brilliant story. Yeah. So they disbanded in 2000 and they've built back better. Uh, I think Boris can take inspiration from that, can't he? Uh, All right, unless we've got anything else, we shall round up the show and say thank you very much, uh, listeners, for listening. How can people get in touch with us, Linz? At Offside Rule Pod on our social, so you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram using that handle. We've also got our website, offsiderulepodcast.com. We have new articles going up there all the time. In fact, Kate, one of our favourites is Whatever Happened To, that series that's been, been going on. And this week, it is it is Nicholas Bentner so you can find out exactly what he's been doing since riding uh, bareback Premier League <laughs> oh yeah well, well yes yes Lord wow. Bentner uh, there we go so uh, that's up or will be up on the website in the next day or so um, now where are you two in terms of your footballing agenda Linz what's next for you I'm at Arsenal against Fulham on Sunday oh, and Ali I am, I'm so excited about this one. I'm at the FA Cup game, um, semi-final Chelsea against Manchester City. Wow. I know, at Wembley. And of the two games, it's the one with no fans. But the game later, the day later, is the test pilot event. And they're sending out all the COVID testing kits to everyone attending. So it'd be really interesting to see just how that pans out. There is a little bit of a rise in um, coronavirus again, like amongst footballers. You know, it kind of went down, didn't it? And then we hear Sergio Ramos tested positively 
the other day. I think he'll just be clear of ISO in time for the Chelsea game. It's 10 mm. days, isn't it? And that's about yeah. 14 days later. So there's there's just definitely a spike going on in Europe. We seem to be okay here, but, but in terms of European teams, definitely a concern as far as that goes. Um, quick plug for Ali as well on Times Radio. Obviously, many of you know um, that I present on the station. Sometimes I fill in for the 7 till 10 slot, but you'll find Ali once a week at half past nine on Times Radio giving you a sports roundup, which is really nice if you just want to catch up with your sport. Uh, Monday to Thursday, half past nine, you'll find Ali amongst uh, some of the other brilliant presenters there. Well, thank you both of you for joining me it has been illuminating i feel that we've shared some good news we've shared some cocktail ideas i know exactly <laughs> what kind of presents i'm going to buy the next time either of you have a birthday in fact Lindsay, yours is coming up soon so you can expect a stoke city fur headband <laughs> on the way to you <laughs> or a thong uh, I don't want a thong, Thank thanks. You. I'll have the fur uh, hairband. No, no one wants Fake a thong. Fur. No one wants a thong, thanks, Ali. You could keep your Real Madrid thong. Uh, thank you very much to football broadcaster, sports broadcaster Ali Bender, and also to Lindsay as well. We'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Offside Rule, part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Keep up to date with everything Offside at offsiderulepodcast.com and by following at offsiderulepod on Twitter and Insta. Check out all of the Athletics football podcasts on Apple, Spotify and all the usual places or listen ad-free on the Athletic app. The Offside Rule is a Muddy Knees Media production. The Athletic. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.